there. You're listening to a podcast. And the cool thing about this podcast is it really has nothing to do with coffee. It's just one of the only things I had to film in slow motion in my apartment. And now I'm kind of just stalling until this scene. This is me drinking crappy coffee and then saying, Help me out here. Howdy. Welcome to episode three of Help Me Out Here. Thanks for listening. Um, I know a lot of you guys are listening on your iOS devices, uh, as I can see in the statistics. So hello, iPhone users. Hello, Android users, if there are any of you. And hello to those of you who are listening or watching on YouTube, which is my favorite way for you to listen because that's the thing I'm trying to grow the most, but I get it. If you're driving, if you're wandering about, you might be working out. Um, I don't know. You could be like going to an animal shelter and just kind of like having your headphones on and petting puppies while you're listening to this. I wouldn't blame you. That would actually be pretty cool. Um, So keep doing your thing. And I appreciate all of you very much. Uh, I had a very interesting week. Um, some 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 weird stuff happened. Some some cool stuff. So we're just gonna have a little chat today. Um, how are you guys doing? You doing okay? Uh, I wish I could see you, but I can't. Um, but I'm sure you look great. I hope you're doing all right. I got me some coffee. I got a secondary cup in this little mug here. Nice and heated. Got my iMac recording this audio, the Atomus Ninja 5, taking the HDMI signal from my GH5. It's just a, it's a beautiful setup. And I like this Rode mic a lot too. I'm digging this setup so far. It's pretty affordable. Um, as far as like the microphone and the stand and everything, it's, it's a pretty good price. And I think I'm getting it to sound the way I want it so far. And it's nice because it's USB. So it's just really simple, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, I actually tried, I tried to have a guest this week. I had something lined up with a friend, um, and a really, just a really cool dude who's, uh, kind of become pretty successful in the business world and more of like the corporate world, not like entrepreneurship, but I wanted to have him on here cause he's really goofy and funny and he's a good friend. He, we went to college, um, together for a few years and uh but it didn't work out he got too nervous (laughs) he got nervous he didn't want to be on a podcast yet so we'll get him at some point um but we're riding solo again and um I also want to make sure I want to see what you guys want too like maybe you just want it to be me maybe you'd like it to be me as like an intro segment where we do this kind of a thing and then it goes into an interview or something like that I want to know what you guys are interested in so make sure to let me know what you're thinking um, cause I, I, I want this to be a cool connection with you guys. Just a nice raw, raw place for us to hang out together. Um, and, um, things are going good for me. Uh, last time we talked a little bit about like my struggles in my relationship with Lauren and like anger and stuff like that. And I told you that I've been like meeting with somebody every week, my friend Caleb, um, and that's been good. We've been talking on the phone. We haven't met up this week yet, but, uh, we've talked on the phone a couple times. We've, we'll FaceTime randomly and he's just really helpful. He's always really honest and asking me how I'm doing with, 
with my anger and relationship stuff and that's been really cool and I've tried to be more intentional with friendship just this week like I'm pretty I feel like I'm pretty selfish because I'm I'm always here I'm always at my desk editing if I'm not shooting and so I'm trying to take time throughout the week to call somebody call like a friend and just connect with them a little bit just see how they're doing and, and not make the conversation about myself you know so I did that I called a friend this week and um, it was really nice he's a he's a musician friend of mine that lives in Springfield Missouri which is where I lived for four three or four years and we just we just connected man it was cool he uh he's gotten married and had a kid in the last two years, and we just haven't talked as much in the last year, and so it was really nice to catch up, and he's just, he's so encouraging, um, so it was really good to hear from him, and it feels good, it feels good to like, it feels good to, to reach out to somebody, and, and kind of ask somebody how they're doing without, without the expectation of them asking you how you're doing, you know, just like actually caring for someone. And I'm not very good at that. So I'm, I'm trying to actually put that into practice. I want that to become a, a habit this year. And, uh, and we, oh yeah, we also talked about, um, like resolutions last week cause it's the new year. Um, hope 2019 is going well for you so far. And I told you guys, I'm going to be trying to be in the gym consistently this year. And, uh, well, <laughs> Yeah, it's working. Um, pretty huge at this point. <laughs> no, uh, but I have been going uh, consistently. I've been running a lot and um, doing a little bit of lifty here and there. And uh, I even ran outside. I ran outdoors last night. I like. I didn't have time to go to the gym yesterday. I had to meet some editing deadlines for something cool, but. I was like, dude, I my body, I have to exercise. It's becoming a habit and I'm loving it. So I went outdoors like and made my legs like move but like faster than how they move when I'm walking, which is very interesting to do outdoors. And uh it was painful. Like it's harder to run outside than on a treadmill for me. Um But you know what? Uh it went fine. And at the end of the run, I uh I ended up finding a little playground, and um, this sounds kind of creepy, but uh, it was nighttime, and it was dark, so it's not creepy. I uh, found a little swing set, and I just kind of sat on the swing set and did nothing. I had no phone, no headphones, um, no technologies of any sorts, and it was really nice. It was nice. Um, as a kid, one of my favorite things was to go to, the, to any playground that had a swing set, and I would put my arms on the chains of the swing, obviously, but I would like pretend that I was shooting webs like Spider-Man and I would swing and just pretend I'm like just flying through New York City with my webs. And uh, I just I remembered that while I was sitting on the on the playground last night. And um, it was kind of a beautiful moment because I feel like for for me, filmmaking has kind of become that place of imagination for me. And I think that's why, like, I tend to make videos, like, on the goofier side. Um, just because that's how I always was as a kid. Like, I was always, like, everything was in my mind. Like, I, it's like I could see it um, happening just in my mind and really wanted it to be real. And now with filmmaking, I can kind of make some of those things come true. 
and that's kind of just how I see filmmaking. Like even like the big directors, like we're all just kind of playing in our minds playground. Um, but some people have the budget to like actually make it look real. Um, I don't know. I just had that thought last night and wanted to share that. Cause I think it's, I think that's something beautiful about art. I think it's, it's nice to tap into that almost like uh childhood, like dream state, like just the, the childhood creativity um, of my mind. I want to, I want to keep that in mind. I don't want this to become a chore, you know, I want it to always be fun. And I mean, it's not always going to be fun, but I, I want to remember where I started and, um, why I'm doing it. Um, because I love it. I love this. I love this a lot. I love that I'm in my room by myself. There's no one around. I can spin around and it's a good time in my house by myself got a light camera computer god is good god bless the broken road god bless coffees i love coffees it's very good um oh dude my friends are coming this week okay so this it's tuesday right now podcast comes out tomorrow wednesday we do this on wednesdays if you want to join here we are my three like best friends from college Andrew, Evan, and Jesse are all coming this week. Andrew lands here in Nashville tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., so I'm going to go pick him up. And I think I'm going to try to film some of the jets landing in the morning. Like, I'm going to try to, like, park outside of the airport and get some jets landing just to do something fun in the morning. (sighs) But, dude, I'm so excited. I've, like, worked really hard to get caught up on my work. I'm pretty much, like, almost done with everything except one thing. And I'm just going to focus on just being with them. I'm going to try to do a couple podcasts with them. And I think I'm just going to do it as a one-on-one. I don't want to do a group thing because I think it would be out of control. And I wouldn't really be able to like dive into each of their lives very deeply. Um, Also, coming to hang out for one or two days is my friend Zach Thayer. And we played his message last week on the podcast. And he was the first message we played. And, um, is very encouraging and I'm going to try to have him on the podcast because he's, he's a filmmaker, a creative, he's a podcaster, a YouTuber, like dude, he's, he's amazing. I talked so much about him in the last one, but I'm going to try to have that happen. I think that would, I think it'd be really fun to have them on a podcast. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. We might get super distracted and just go ride electric scooters around for four days, but we'll see. I'll, my my group of friends, us four dudes, haven't been together as a unit since last January. So an entire year. Um, so it's going to be, dude, I'm just like, I can't. Whenever I think about them and like us hanging out, it just, it brings me back to memories in our dorm rooms where we would we would all connect our Xboxes to the Ethernet ports in the walls. And you could be anywhere in the dorms of the whole building connect your xbox 360 to the wall and you could connect to anybody in the room if you're playing the same or in the dorm if you're playing the same game and we would just have halo parties like literally we would get up to 16 people sometimes and just have these giant battles and we would just be crying of laughter i would be throwing my controller on the ground because anger issues and dude it was so fun um so those dudes are very special to me for far more reasons than xbox but Oh, 
you you will see them. It will be very very fun. Um, uh, another important thing, um, I exploded my dishwasher this week. It was uh, I learned a lesson. Um, don't put dish soap in a dishwasher, and to me that makes no sense. Like there's there's a, the little cup thing you open the slot, and that's where you put like the pods in there. We were out of pods. I was like, okay, this is a dishwasher. I have dish soap. So I just filled that baby to the brim, like overflowing nearly. Close it up, heavy wash setting. Um, I'm watching some TV, let, letting something render out. Um, I heard the dishwasher kind of like kind of gurgling a little bit here and there, but I was like, whatever, it's probably just like getting the cheese dust off of the plates. And uh, false, it was creating a pool of soaps and waters in my kitchen. So I I came in to get the dishes out of the dishwasher and just like Lake Superior in my kitchen. And uh, I ended up having to get my scuba gear on and dive into that sucker and took a while, took a while to clean up. I had to like use a towel to soak everything up and then like uh, squish it out into the you know what I mean? Like ring it out into the, the sink. And I had to do that probably 150 times. So that was not, that wasn't too enjoyable, but I try not to get too mad at those situations. I try to just laugh at it. Cause it's like, this is pretty funny. If this were on a TV show, like this would be enjoyable, you know? So yeah. Um, I also had a, I had a thought um, I had some qualms. I have some qualms with cars, with vehicular transportation. Um, my first one is it's a very popular thing in Nashville to drive at nighttime with your headlights off. And I, I'm not, I'm, I've been driving around trying to rescue people from this last night. I'm, I'm taking my sister home from work and, uh, there's a guy in front of us, no lights on. So I flash them, just just a little, the quick little like click of the brights, just like, just like quick like, hey, turn your lights on, just one of those things, and he didn't do it. So for twenty minutes, I'm just click 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 click, just giving this guy a like a rear view mirror lightning storm, and <laughs> didn't turn his lights on. But when he would slow down, his tail lights like they worked, so his lights clearly worked, but he just he couldn't see the flashing. Um, so I think that might just be kind of like a cool thing that people are doing here in Nashville. And, uh, I don't want to catch on to that. I don't want that to rub off on me because when I was a teenager, I would, I would go to work like in between like, like college summers for a couple summers, I worked at Menards, which is like a hardware store. It's like a hardware emporium. And I would, I would stock shelves from 5am to 9am. And on my way there, I would usually have my headlights on. But there was one morning where they were not on. I didn't. I didn't flip the button. Um, I didn't click the the lightnings on. And uh, when what ended up happening was a, a a cop with like flashing lights on the top of the car. Like some were red, some were blue. He pulled up behind me, and uh, and then I pulled onto the shoulder. And then he pulled out like my license and my registration, and and I ended up pulling out money uh, to give to the government. So that. That didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like um, being ticketed for that. So I don't do that anymore. But Nashville people, I guess, I guess it's not a rule here. I guess you can just drive around at nighttime, no lights on, 
And maybe that's a city thing. I guess it's bright enough here at night. You can kind of see stuff. So who knows? Maybe I'll end up trying it, but I don't want to get too into it. My second qualm with vehicles is uh, what happened to like, what happened to the cars with the auto seat belts? Do you remember those? Did you ever have one of those? There was a point in time when my dad bought a Ford Escort. I think it was from like the 1940s and it had a, uh, it was a hundred dollar vehicles and um, you would open the door and the seatbelt would like come, come this way. Then you sit down and close the door and it would lock you in. What dude, that was so like technology like has regressed. Like, I don't even think Tesla's have that. Can we please get back to that? Because there's a lot of times where I'll forget to put a seatbelt on or I'll be driving and I'll have a loved one next to me and I'll be like, I'll kind of look at their like lower left hip and I'll just be like, there's no seatbelt covering that precious hip bone. And I'll have to remind them, I'll be like, hey, we should put our seatbelts on. Like, And it's a good, yeah, I guess it's good. I can be like, hey, I care about you. Let's put our seatbelt on. But I don't want to tell them what to do either. They're They're an adult. But if we just had the cars do it for us, I think... I think that'd be beautiful. And so it made me start to think like, well, why did they, there has to be a reason they took these auto seatbelts away. And I'm, I'm just imagining like, like, uh, people with beautiful, luscious locks of hair, just getting like ripped out of their, their skulls, like just bloody hair messes. And I think probably like the overall like density of Americans these days, just kind of like the, the width factor is probably playing into that. I'm guessing like, they maybe like had some cars that maybe choked people out or like kind of like squeezed, like maybe like the seatbelt wasn't like stretchy enough to go over some, some people. And that's fine. Like all people are beautiful, but, uh, I guess that, that could be, I'm just trying to think of reasons like why we don't have auto seatbelts anymore. So I, I'd like to know your thoughts on that. Um, I think this is something important for our country and for our world. Because we all want to be safe. I've gotten in a car accident and I wish, I mean, I had my seatbelt on, but how much cooler would it be if like the seatbelt was like auto? Oh, I guess maybe after a car accident, it would be hard to get that off. I could see, yeah, that, that could be it. I don't know. Um, we had one person leave an anchor message. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm kind of disappointed because the second episode, there was like four messages. Um, from you guys, and this week we only have one. Um, I don't know. So, is is Anchor a dumb thing? Like, I I like Anchor a lot because it's free. I think the quality's good. It's a platform that I can put my podcast on, and they'll put it everywhere else for me for for free, and they let me have ads um, and sponsorships. So, uh, and like through Anchor, you guys can like subs- like subscribe to my Anchor, which basically you can do like a monthly donation if you wanted to. I don't expect you to. I'd rather you just subscribe to my YouTube channel. But as a platform for creators, they it seems like they're really caring and really thinking of cool ways to to make creators like make them some some money and like just give them a good platform for a podcast. So let me know what like. I want this to be like a communication thing. I don't want this to be just me like yapping. Like, I mean, it pretty much is, but like for at least a few minutes of the podcast, like we could have you guys talking a little bit. So my boy, Seth King left me a message and, uh, 
uh, what a beautiful title. He uh, he titled this message Chungus, and if you don't know what that means, just just internet it. It's a it's a meme of sorts. So I have not listened to this yet. I'm ha- I'm excited and nervous. Uh, <laughs> let's just let's just get into this message. What's up, Zach? Uh, it's Seth. We chilled in Grand Rapids. Uh, finally got to meet you in person there. But yeah, my New Year's resolution, the main one for this year is I'm only shooting film instead of digital photography. Uh, it's kind of revived the art for me. Um, kind of dissociating yourself with the gear you're using or you know, the the art of manipulating what you're taking a picture of versus just trying to capture something as best as you possibly can. Dude, I, I got to stop you for a second. That's so cool. Seth, it's so good to hear from you. Every Seriously, every comment you leave on my videos, I'm like so stoked to read your comments. Uh, you always give me a little bit of a giggle in my here in my room, usually just chilling here in my undies at night, looking at comments, and you, you always give me a little smile. So thank you, dude. Um, and thanks for sending a message. Um, it's really cool. I, uh, I've actually never shot film photography and it's always been something I've been interested in because I like trying to make my, at least my videos, I try to make them look filmic. I just, I love those like classic vintage film stock looks. Um, but I've never gotten into, like, I've never had a film camera or anything like that. So I'm kind of jealous, honestly. Uh, maybe I should get into that. But I respect you a lot for kind of saying screw digital for a year. And, dude, that's so, like, honestly, that's so cool. Um, I actually have another friend who shoots, like, almost all film. You should check him out on Instagram. His name's Dustin Warden, um, W-O-R-D-E-N. And he shoots a lot of Polaroid and a lot of film. And he's really, really talented as a photographer. So check him out. And maybe that could be... Like, I'm sure he would talk to you if you reached out to him. Maybe it could be, like, a cool cool friend for you to, like, meet on the internets and kind of talk about films and stuff. Uh, I want to hear the rest of what you're saying. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about. But, yeah, you're a, you're a fantastic human being. I love watching all your videos. I miss you. I want to hang out with you again. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Catch you later. Ah, dude, oh, that warms my heart for real. Thanks for saying that about my humanity. Uh, you're you're a great human too. Uh, I w- I would love to hang with you somehow. I I don't know. I'm trying to think. Our next tour I think is in April. Um, yeah, the next time I'm gonna be traveling is in April. I'm not sure if we're coming through, um, Michigan, but if we are, I mean, I'll be posting about it and stuff. So. Even if you couldn't come to the show or whatever, like, let's try to make a way to meet up and, like, maybe you can teach me some stuff about film or, like, maybe we can make a video where I just kind of showcase, like, what you're doing this year with film because I I would love to, like, just make a video about you um, and what you're doing because I think that's really respectable because it's really easy to, like, I mean, it's so easy to, like, whip out an iPhone, open up portrait mode and, like, actually make something that looks pretty good. Like, the technology is here. Um, but it's cool to just pay respect to like where the art started, like on real film. And that's something I I need to do that. I just need to do it. Um, so maybe we can chat and you can like, um, 
I would love if you told me what camera to get maybe and like film and stuff. Cause I honestly don't know anything about that. Um, but I love you, dude. Thank you so much for just for all the support you've given the channel because like genuinely your comments make me so happy. <laughs> You're just a goofy boy. You're a goofy little chungus, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I just love this channel. I'm very thankful for all of you who listen and watch and support my goofy dream of trying to survive on home videos. I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen in the next couple of years. I think I want this to like be my job. We'll see though. So like, uh, the main kind of thing I wanted to talk about this week, I guess I kind of wanted to chat about the Enneagram just a little bit. And I know like a lot of people, maybe just in my world and maybe it's like more so in like the Christian space, uh, a lot of people are like, what number are you? Are you a five? I don't, you know what I mean? Like everyone's talking about the Enneagram and that voiceover that I just did was, it could have been male or female, no judgment either way. Like there's times when I talk like that in my sleep. Um, so don't, don't feel weird if you have a high voice or something because high voices are beautiful. I don't know why I'm saying any of this. Anyway, I went to a wedding this week and, uh, it was really cool. So my girlfriend, my beautiful lady, she's friends with two people who are getting married. I didn't know pretty much anyone there except her, like my girl and one dude and kind of one other person. But anyway, that doesn't matter. We went to this wedding and it was really small, really like just really cute and, and simple. And I really liked it. And it was, me and, me and Lauren were talking about the Enneagram like on the way up and she was showing me these like, I guess there's a guy who wrote songs for each like personality type of the Enneagram. I should probably explain what the Enneagram is. There's an actual definition that I found to keep it simple. Um, so the Enneagram is a personality system which divides the entire human personality into nine behavioral tendencies. So you take this like really long, like multiple choice test and it basically tells you like your main type, your secondary type, and then it gives you a ton of information on your personality type. And it's basically one of those things where like, if you take it honestly, you're going to read the description and be like, holy cow, this is spot on. This is like, this is so me. Like, it's going to be one of those things. And so Lauren and I, like Lauren wanted me to take it. I listen to another podcast that talks about it all the time. And it genuinely has like been helpful. Um, and yeah, there's this artist that wrote songs about each personality type. And it just kind of like explains the type and like from an emotional standpoint, um, just in a creative way, like through music. And so I've, my question, I guess, to myself and to you guys is like, is the Enneagram real and is it helpful? And um, I, so I tend, I'm a, a type four and I guess I'll just read you guys a little bit of like the description of my type. So my, it gives you like your score on each behavioral tendency and my highest tendency is aggressiveness, 82%. And then orderliness, 74%, and uh, individualism, that's also 82%. And um, that actually seems really, really spot on for me. 
because I'm like obsessive about being like authentic and in like an individual. Um, sometimes I'll just go so far out of my way to be different, even if it like is kind of like a negative, like on myself. And I, I guess I don't have any really good examples. Um, like it's okay to like do something normal sometimes, you know, like you don't have to take out the trash in a unique way every time or something. I don't know. I just, I tend to go like out of my way to be individual. And I guess that was the first thing that I saw on this, on these results. And I was like, oh man, that's so true. And so Lauren was showing me these songs and it was really hard for me to like appreciate it because I don't like when someone tells me they can like categorize me. And that, and that totally goes with the individualism thing. I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't really want to listen to this song. Like it's, it's hard for me to focus on it. Like I'm trying to drive. I'm, I'm just getting frustrated at her. And, um, yeah, I just don't like the idea of somebody being able to categorize me. And then it like, right after that, it clicked. It was like, oh my gosh, this totally means the Enneagram is right. Like, at least for me, I, I have to believe that the Enneagram is, is good and it's helpful because even right there, I was like, the Enneagram is showing me why I'm mad about the Enneagram's correct results about me. Like, that's so confusing, but like, you should take the test and take it honestly, like really take your time to answer each of the questions or the situations with honesty. And because, like for, for me, the main reason is like, um, since me and Lauren have both taken it, we've both read a lot about like our own personality types and each other's. And we've found resources of like it, there's resources and books that talk about how different personality types can be in relationship with one another and actually Lauren and I's types are, it says like in the resources we found, it's very difficult for us to have a relationship. And that's proven true. And I think a lot of it is like my obsessiveness to be individual and like I'm very aggressive and I just I like, I get so consumed by like what I'm doing in the moment, like especially work and I enjoy my work. So it's like even more of like just aggressiveness and just obsessiveness over my work and stuff. But if you're, if you want to learn more about yourself and like, if you want this year to like, just like figure out you and like what makes you mad, happy, sad, like what makes you tick? Like take the Enneagram test. You don't have to like make the Enneagram your life. Like, please don't be one of those, those people who puts your type number in your Instagram bio. I like, don't just don't like (laughs) I've legit seen that and it's so that's so strange to me it's just like what type are you look at mine maybe we can date you know maybe I'm wrong but you don't have to make it consume you but I feel like there's a lot of helpful information in it if you just look at it like with open eyes you know open open mind obviously have to look at it with open eyes to see it (laughs) <laughs> but um it says my like type my like highest behavior motivations are let's see it says I must be unique and different to survive and I must be strong and in control to survive and my least <laughs> my lowest score for my behavioral tendencies is calmness and helpfulness <laughs> I'm a terrible person basically um no 
it's just very interesting. Like it says, my motivation is to be authentic and true to oneself. A potential problem would be being overly subjective, clinging to aspects of self which are not beneficial and healthy. And I think that also kind of like described my struggle with my faith and like how for a while I was just like, I feel like for the last two years I've just been like kind of just overanalyzing everything and not landing on any solid ground. And I think that's kind of, it's just nice to see like why I do what I do. And that helps me like, it's also nice to see like know why Lauren does what she does. And since I've read about her and I have so much more to learn and I suck at remembering stuff, but like when I, when that stuff sticks to me, that information about her, she might do something and I, and I'll be like, Oh, well, this is just like, this is how she thinks. This is how she operates. It might bug me. It might be completely different than how I would handle a situation or think about something, but she's an individual. Like I can appreciate that about her and love her through that. And I definitely don't do that perfectly. I'm very, very bad at this stuff still, but I'm just getting into this and I just wanted to share it with you. And you might've like already heard about this. I think it's a really popular thing. I don't really know. Some of my characteristics, I'm not big on customs or traditions, um, anti-status quo, revolutionary, ideas sometimes su surprise people, nonconformist, peculiar, that's not right, uh, considered uh, eccentric, abstract, lives life on own terms, experimental, artistic, rebels for the sake of rebellion, even when it doesn't make sense, yeah, that's, that's true. Good at making impromptu speeches. Gotcha, suckers. This podcast is just an impromptu speech, okay? I actually did speech in high school, but I wasn't very good at it. My character had to talk with a, I had to talk with a lisp for the whole thing. So I was the reject of speech. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the Enneagram's cool. Um, but yeah, I just like, there's some times when Lauren and I are talking about personality stuff or the, the Enneagram and I just like my tendency is just to push back like to to push back on it because I know I can feel myself being categorized um, and I don't know if that's how you feel like I guess it just depends on what kind of personality you have um, but I'm I'm learning to to appreciate the information and the categorization um, so that I can be helped and so I can help myself and let others help me um so take the test, check it out. Um, or maybe there's a different personality test that's better. I don't really know. Uh, but um, something else kind of cool about this wedding we went to, um, it was super random, but we're, we're just chilling at this wedding and there's some some very interesting people there. Um, so Lacey Sturm and her husband, Josh, I don't, if you've heard, have you heard of the band Flyleaf is what I'm asking. They're freaking awesome. I remember watching their music video for All Around Me on, uh, on MTV, like before school. I don't remember how old I was, but I remember like the music videos in a white room. And then at some point in the song, they're just throwing colored paint all over themselves, the guitars, everything. And, uh, I, that's when I started liking Flyleaf. And, um, so Lacey is the vocalist. She's married to Josh, and they have a new project just called Lacey Sturm. And so Lauren, my Lauren, uh, was working for Lacey at some point as like their personal assistant, and she would tour with them. And so 
uh, Lauren was on tour with Lacey at one point and my band earth groans was on tour and it was crazy, but we ended up playing at the same venue on the same night. And that was in Atlanta, Georgia at the masquerade legendary venue. It's the new one. Now, um, the old one is also super cool. We played there one time, but it was sweet. So we played like the smallest stage. They played the middle one. There's like, there's purgatory, which is small. Um, I think heaven and hell. I don't remember which one's the biggest. I feel like hell was maybe heaven's the biggest one. I think heaven's the biggest one, but they played the middle one. And so we actually played at different times. So we were able to go backstage and watch them. And I got to randomly see Lauren on tour, which was really, really cool. Actually. Oh dude, that's crazy. This picture of Lauren and I, I probably can't see it too well. Um, but this picture of us was taken that night in um, Lacey's tour bus. Uh, Lauren had a Polaroid camera with her, and uh, we were just hanging out in the bus with them, and we snapped a quick picky. And so I've always kept that. Uh, it was just a special night because, like, we were going through a really hard time in our relationship, and it was kind of like it was just a really good moment, like, to meet up on the road in this completely random city and just see each other. Um, because we were still long distance at that point. We were, we were long distance for six six years. We met in 2011 in Nashville at a music camp here. She's from Indiana. I'm from Nebraska. We met in Nashville 2011 in July. Became Facebook friends, naturally. And uh, just been kind of together ever since. And uh, there's been like some on and off. There's been some hard times. And that was just a special moment, so I keep it framed. Keep it here in my room. Um, It's a good reminder. And, uh, yeah, so Lacey was at that wedding. I was trying to figure out why I was, like, even talking about that. Yeah, Lacey and Josh were at that wedding. They performed there. Um, They have a new baby, and, like, Lauren was holding the baby while they were singing. It was really cute, and there was, like, drool all over her shoulder. Very attractive. Very cute. She's so good with kitties, though, little kids. Um... And then, so at the reception, it was a very short wedding, but at the reception, they had some like friends get up and just play some fun songs and stuff. And the couple just watched and everybody was chilling, eating and watching them perform. And this guy gets on the piano and he's like, I'm going to do a song. Dude, it's Michael W. Smith. Like, dude, okay. If you're not in the Christian world, you'll probably have no idea who he is, but he's like a legendary Christian contemporary artist, worship artist. I don't know, however you want to say it. And, uh, so he performed and like, wasn't planning on it. It was like kind of like spur of the moment. It was just him and the piano and it was so raw and like hearing his voice in person was awesome. And my dad loves him a lot. So I was texting my dad. I was like, Michael W. Smith is here. That was really cool. And I was like, man, that was sweet. Up next, Amy Grant. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, I guess it's just a Nashville thing. There's just like, uh, stars everywhere. It's just, it's just insane. It's just unreal. It was crazy, though, just seeing, like, some artists I've heard of my whole life just, like, playing at this wedding where I don't know anybody. Like, uh, that was just cool. That was a, It was a fun time. And, like, also at that wedding, uh, during their vows and stuff, they're, they're a young couple. I think, like, early 20s, a little younger than Lauren and I, like, 22 or 23 maybe. Um, and, like during their vows, I was like listening and a lot of what they were saying, I just felt like 
it just felt kind of like corny to me and cheesy. I was like, it's kind of cringy. Um, but they were so stoked. Like it was like, it was like they were in the room by themselves. And I think I'm just like, I'm so self-aware and like, I'm always kind of wondering, I guess what people are thinking about me and like, even like my expressions and, but like the way he was looking at her, he was just like, just exuberant. Like it didn't like nothing else mattered in that moment. And I was like, is anybody seeing this guy? He's happy. And I was, I was trying to like, let myself just enjoy it though and be like, man, they're so like, they love each other so much and this is awesome for them. And I, I want to get to the point where I can like appreciate that kind of stuff. Like I don't have to think everything's beautiful. Like I don't want to walk around and be like a poet, like looking at like dead leaves and just writing about it. Like, I don't know. I just, but I want to be able to appreciate life and appreciate other people's love and, and be loving myself. I don't want to think that all love stuff is cringy. You know, I want to be able to be like, like fun and, and romantic and stuff too. When, when the time is, is needed, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at dudes and girls. Um, that's pretty much all I have for you this week. I just wanted to kind of have a little chit chat with you. I don't know if this podcast made any sense, <laughs> but, but it was fun to do. I'm enjoying this. I think it's making me a better speakist and, uh, please like, okay, let's, let's come up with a plan. If anchor isn't going to be what you guys want to use to to chat with each other. Like I feel like there's a couple things. Either you are too scared to send me a message. Maybe you, you're nervous to send it to me. You're nervous for me to listen to it. I don't know why I stumble through everything I say. Um, or maybe you're nervous for a like few people to, to hear you talk. I don't know. I get it. It's like reading in class when you're, when you're like in grade school, like you could pee, you might pee. Like it's a very real, chance that your jeans or shorts will have liquids in them from being nervous at reading in front of the class. But the, the, the beautiful thing is like, you can do this from home. So if you need to pee, you can just pee at home. Um, if you're nervous, so don't be nervous is what I'm trying to say. Just send me a message. If you have any thoughts about this, you can even, if you're mad at me, send me a message. That would be funny. That'd be enjoyable to play out loud for all to hear. Um, or if you're happy, or if you just if you just need to say something, if you need to get something off your chest, like I don't know, maybe you like kind of like stepped on like a ant hill and you feel bad about it, like please feel free to confess. Um, I want this to be a place where we all feel safe and can have fun together and have a laugh or two, like maybe a goof, possibly even a gaff. I don't know, uh, but I love y'all. So if anchor and if anchor's the problem, then please like comment a suggestion or email me Zach Mayfield three at gmail.com. Please let me know what we can do. Cause it honestly, it would be really cool at some point to do the podcast live and have people like call in or something, but we're not there yet. We're not at the, we're not at that level yet. So let's figure something out. Um, I don't know. I love you guys though. You guys are really cool. I hope you're doing well. Leave me a message. Leave me a comment. Um, if you're listening on iTunes or like anything, not YouTube, consider going to my YouTube channel and subscribing just to support like what we got going on here. Support this like small community. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, love y'all so much. Be blessed. Father, son, spirit.
of the lords of heaven. See you later. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs>